Welcome to our Brainwaves podcast, where we dive into the science of our everyday world and bring fascinating discoveries straight to your ears. I'm your host, Tom. And I'm Jen. Today, we have a really interesting and quite complex topic lined up, undesignable RNA structure identification via rival structure generation and structure decomposition. That is quite a mouthful. But don't worry, we're going to unpack all of it right here with you. Let's start by understanding why this paper is a significant leap in the field of molecular biology. To give you some background, RNA, which stands for ribonucleic acid, is crucial for various functions in living cells, like transmitting genetic information and catalyzing biochemical reactions. Given its importance, scientists are really interested in what's called RNA design. Basically, it's about finding RNA sequences that fold into specific structures. This can be incredibly useful in therapeutics and synthetic biology. However, RNA design is tough. Think of trying to predict exactly how a long linear piece of string will tangle up. This paper addresses a previously understudied aspect, which is figuring out which RNA structures can't be designed or are undesignable using current energy models. Before we get any further, let's break down a couple of concepts. One key idea is the minimum free energy or MFE under the Turner model, which is a way to predict RNA structure based on its sequence and energetics. The lower the energy, the more stable the structure. This paper introduces some mathematical theorems for recognizing structures that are undesignable and proposes algorithms to verify this undesignability. It's groundbreaking because until now, most research focused on designing RNA, not on explaining why some structures just can't be designed. All right, now let's get into the meat of this research. Jen, what objectives does this paper set out to achieve? The main objective here is to introduce a systematic method to identify undesignable RNA structures. Essentially, the authors want to save scientists time by flagging structures that won't fold as desired, no matter what sequence they try. It sounds like a real game changer. They developed algorithms driven by theoretically sound theorems to verify these undesignable structures. The researchers used these algorithms on the Eterna 100 puzzles, which are a benchmark for RNA design challenges. And they were able to show that out of these 100 puzzles, 15 were indeed undesignable, proving the efficiency of their method. The algorithms identified rival structures. These are structures that for any given sequence will always fold with equal or lower energy than the target structure, making the target structure unachievable. The implications here are huge. By identifying undesignable structures automatically, scientists can focus on structures that are actually possible to create. It could also lead to a deeper understanding of RNA folding and how we model it, which could in turn lead to better biomolecular designs. And in conclusion, this study makes a compelling case for the utility of the rival structure generation and structure decomposition methodology, or Regende for short, in the realm of RNA design. It's really a profound insight into the RNA folding problem, revealing the limitations of current design methods and offering a path forward for more efficient research. Personal reflections. I think this paper highlights the beauty of theoretical and practical science coming together. It's not just addressing how we can design RNA, but also understanding when we need to step back and recognize the limitations of our current tools. Definitely, Jen. 
By focusing on the undesignability aspect, we're actually opening doors to potentially revolutionary approaches in RNA design and beyond. It's like stepping back to leap forward. And for our listeners out there who might have found this topic a tad intimidating at the start, we hope you now feel more informed and excited about the incredible advancements in understanding the world at a molecular level. Thanks for tuning in to Brainwaves. Be sure to catch our next episode where we take another deep dive into the fascinating world of science. And remember, stay curious and keep learning. Until next time. Do you ever gaze up at the stars and think, if only my melodies could twinkle up there with the constellations? Well, stargazers and music makers prepare to have your dreams amped up to an 11 with Galactihorn Cosmic Kazoos Inc. You heard it. Leave behind that dull terrestrial tooting, because these kazoos aren't just instruments, they're your personal space shuttle of sound. Built with hypersonic amplifiers, these bad boys will make your tunes heard from here to the Horsehead Nebula. Want to woo a sophisticated Venusian or just entertain some Martian friends? Galactihorn's got your galactic back. Here at Galactihorn Cosmic Kazoo Inc., we say blow your mind across the cosmos. So next time the party feels too earthly and the jam sesh lacks that celestial kick, Crank it up with a galacti horn and let your melodies soar faster than the speed of light. And remember, Earthlings, why whisper when you can roar through the cosmos with galacti horn Cosmic Kazoo's Inc. Now, let's get back to spinning some out-of-this-world tales. After a word from our universal sponsors, of course. Stay tuned and stay cosmic. Welcome back to another episode of our deep dive into fascinating research papers. I'm Tom, joining you from the world where complexity meets clarity. And I'm Jen, ready to unravel yet another scientific knot with all of you. Today, we've picked a paper that's both compelling and critical to advances in biological research. It's titled Defining the Boundaries, Challenges and Advances in Identifying Cells in Microscopy Images by Nodar Gogobaridze and Beth A. Semini. Indeed, Jen. This paper hits the sweet spot of biology meeting technology. It tackles segmentation, which is crucial for measuring and analyzing cells within microscopic images. Now, I know segmentation might sound like tech jargon, but think of it as drawing the line, quite literally, around individual objects, like cells, in an image to distinguish them from the background or from each other. This process has reaped the benefits from big leaps in the land of computer vision, machine learning, and lately, the soaring field of deep learning. The paper emphasizes two things, the ever-present challenges due to the diversity of cells and the innovative solutions rising to meet these challenges. Classical methods, while still valuable, have taken a backseat to deep learning's prowess in accuracy, versatility, and user-friendliness. The researchers highlight tools like CellPose that continuously evolve and fine-tune models to attain better segmentation. They also put a spotlight on segmentation challenges, like the multimodality cell segmentation challenge, pushing for accuracy and efficiency across a spectrum of test data. With increased focus on sharing and standards in documentation, these experts envision a future where we could have universally effective segmentation methods. Quite a goal. Very impressive, Jen. And folks, today's paper isn't just about the science. It's a story of how accessibility and usability are key to innovation, 
with strides being made to share these advancements through user-friendly software interfaces. That's our introduction to what's coming up. Get ready to peek under the microscope of this research and see what the future of cellular analysis might look like. In our core section, we'll be covering the finer details, the paper's objectives, methodologies, and what the authors found through their research. We'll closely examine the technological techniques they've used and unpack their significance. For example, did you know that with tools like CellPose, you can actually train models for segmentation? It's akin to teaching a dog new tricks, but in a vastly more complex and digital universe. And when we talk about methodologies, we're looking at a spectrum. This ranges from the traditional approaches that use well-established algorithms to cutting-edge deep learning models that teach themselves through vast amounts of data. Speaking of data, we'll explore how critical a diverse data set is for these models to truly understand and accurately segment cells from different modalities and conditions. And it's not just about the existing data. New architectures help models adapt and excel, often inspired by solutions from global segmentation challenges and competitions. As we peer into the implications and applications, we'll analyze how these findings might impact not just the research community, but potentially change the game in medical diagnostics and personalized treatments. Absolutely, Jen. Advances in identifying cell boundaries could accelerate understanding diseases at the cellular level and possibly pave the way to novel therapeutic interventions. For our conclusion, we'll recap what we've learned, tie in the main points, and offer our own insights on the paper's relevance in both academic circles and the healthcare industry. Imagining the possibilities yet? Stay with us as we dissect this groundbreaking paper and unveil the possibilities it presents. This is one microscopic adventure you won't want to miss. Are you tired of the same old predictable pastries? Ready to take your taste buds on a subatomic safari? Then welcome to Quantum Glaze Dynamics, where your donut dilemma is delightfully undetermined. Thanks to the marvels of modern science, enthusiastically, we present to you Quantum Donuts. The only pastries that exist in a deliciously ambiguous state. They may be jelly-filled. Or cream-packed. Or perhaps they boldly boast a hole. Who knows? You don't until you take that quantum leap of faith and a bite. With our cutting-edge quantum tunneling techniques, our donuts dive right past your calorie counter. That's right, Jen. Indulge in the delusion of a guilt-free treat. Why settle for one flavor when you can have a superposition of all possible flavor states? Our donuts are not just a treat for the tongue. They're an enigma for the mind. So why wait? Teleport to our flagship store today. And remember, at Quantum Glaze Dynamics, together, the flavor possibilities are not just infinite, they're entangled. Welcome to our podcast, where we dive deep into the fascinating world of science and technology. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. Today, we're going to unravel the mysteries of the brain's information processing with a paper titled Neuron Astrocyte Associative Memory. This groundbreaking paper comes from researchers at MIT and IBM's MIT-IBM Watson AI Lab. Their work is significant because it challenges our classical understanding of memory storage in the brain. Typically, we understand that neurons hold our memories, much like how a computer's hard drive stores data. However, this study suggests astrocytes, which are a type of glial cells traditionally thought of as the brain's support cells, 
play a crucial role in memory. Let's break down some key terms here. Normally, when we think of brain cells, neurons get the limelight, but this paper is all about glial cells, with a focus on astrocytes. Glial cells were once thought to be just glue holding neurons together, but not anymore. Exactly. Astrocytes are so important because they are involved in synaptic plasticity, the strengthening or weakening of synapses, which is how neurons communicate and form memories. Yes, and this paper proposes a biophysical model. That's a fancy way of saying it's a physical model based on biological principles. It describes how neurons and astrocytes might work together in this complex dance of memory formation. A key aspect of this model is that astrocytes mediate interactions between distant synapses, creating what the paper multi-neuron synapses. And get this, it could lead to superlinear memory storage capacity. Superlinear memory storage capacity means that the ability to store memories increases faster than the number of neurons added to the network. Theoretically, it's like packing more and more songs into your phone without needing more storage space. And the paper suggests that memories might be stored within astrocytes rather than just in the synapses between neurons. This is where it gets wild, because it means the very biology textbooks we studied from may need an update. On to the methodology. This study uses a combination of mathematical modeling and biological data to simulate how neuron astrocyte networks function. Their results showed neuron astrocyte networks have a larger memory storage capacity per compute unit that is, the basic elements of their model compared to traditional models of dense associative memories. Which brings us to the implications. If their hypothesis is correct, we might rethink how learning and memory work in the brain. This could impact everything from understanding brain diseases to how we make AI algorithms. And machine learning could take inspiration from astrocytes in our brain to develop more efficient, robust algorithms. It's like coming full circle. Brains inspired computers, and now brain cells might inspire the next leap in computing. In conclusion, this paper could be a pioneer in our understanding of the brain's complexity. By incorporating astrocytes into the narrative of memory and cognition, we're adding another piece to the intricate puzzle of our minds. It's indeed groundbreaking. Reflecting on this paper, we see that the brain continues to be a source of wonder and inspiration. From changing the way we view our own biology to potentially driving technological advancements, there's so much to contemplate and explore. There you have it, folks, a deep dive into a paper that's stretching the boundaries of neuroscience and computer science. Stay curious, keep learning, and who knows what other mysteries we'll uncover in our amazing brains. Thanks for tuning in, and join us again as we explore more wonders of science on our next episode. Goodbye for now. Have you ever gazed up at the night sky and thought, hey, I wish I could own a vintage star cruiser with a touch of rust? Well, now you can with Rusty Spaceship Galactic Antiquities, Inc. That's right, Jen. We're talking genuine, slightly corroded spacecraft that tell a story. And where do they find these stellar relics? Navigating the past, one orbit at a time. Imagine owning a spaceship with a hyperdrive that's still humming the hits from the 2470s. Or how about a battle cruiser where the cannons still smell faintly of alien ozone? Each purchase comes with a complimentary tetanus shot. Because at Rusty Spaceship, it's not just history. It's a health hazard. Both visit Rusty Spaceship Galactic Antiquities today and let's get space junky.
Welcome back to our Neuroscience and Technology podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. Today's episode is a deep dive into a fascinating research paper titled Understanding Learning from EEG Data, Combining Machine Learning and Feature Engineering Based on Hidden Markov Models and Mixed Models. For our listeners who are new to the topic, EEG, or electroencephalography, is a technique to record electrical activity of the brain. It's non-invasive and involves placing electrodes on the scalp. The paper in question deals with how to interpret these complex EEG datasets to better understand learning. It's like finding patterns in a stormy ocean. Challenging, but crucial. Right, Jen. And this paper brings in machine learning, which is a type of artificial intelligence that can learn and make decisions. And feature engineering, which is a way of selecting and transforming variables to improve the machine learning model's performance. But before we get lost in the technicalities, let's break down why this study is significant. Spatial learning and memory functions are complex cognitive skills. They rely on our brain's ability to represent space and recall it later, like remembering the way to a new cafe you visited last week. And the part of the EEG spectrum these researchers focused on is the theta oscillation, which ranges from 4 to 8 hertz. Previous studies suggest theta oscillations are tightly linked with spatial navigation and memory, in their study, the researchers hypothesized that machine learning techniques, when combined with features engineered from the EEG data using hidden Markov models and linear mixed effects models, could classify participants as learners or non-learners in a spatial navigation task. They looked at how these techniques handled EEG data and how they processed the information related to the participants' performance. More importantly, they checked if their methods could successfully classify the participants based on their learning status. The cool part is, their findings indicated that deep neural networks, which are a complex form of machine learning algorithms, were particularly good at this classification task when the EEG data was standardized correctly. Absolutely. And this opens up a world of possibilities. Could we use this method to help identify early cognitive impairments or tailor learning strategies based on an individual's neural signature. It's truly exciting stuff. Now, let's get our brains wrapped around the details of this research and its broader implications. Stay tuned as we explore the world of EEG, machine learning, and the hidden patterns within our own minds. Has this ever happened to you? You're at a black tie event. Every suit and dress looks the same, and you just can't seem to stand out. Well, worry no more, because Aurora Bowtie Extravaganza Littid has got your back. Or should we say your neck? Say goodbye to mundane neck accessories and hello to a personal light show. Imagine every head turning as your neck bursts into a cosmic dance of colors. With the magical light up your neck, class up the sky bow tie, you won't just enter a room, you'll make an entrance. Our patented projectors aren't just for outdoor adventures. Why, you can light up a boring boardroom meeting or become your cat's favorite moving target. They'll never catch it, but bless their little paws for trying. So whether you're salsa dancing with stars or just jazzing up a Netflix night in, Aurora Bowtie Extravaganza Littid is your go-to for celestial elegance. And remember, when you wear one of these bad boys, the forecast is always partly stylish with a chance of awe. Tune your fashion to the frequency of the universe 
and make the statement that you are the event horizon of style. Aurora Bowtie Extravaganza Lilted. Bend the cosmos to your fashion will, one bowtie at a time. This radiant revolution in fashion is proudly sponsoring our podcast, so check them out and keep your nightlife literally lit. Now back to our regularly scheduled hijinks. Welcome to another episode of our podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. Today we've got a real treat for all you science lovers, a deep dive into the fascinating world of protein structure and dynamics. That's right. We're going to unravel the mysteries of a groundbreaking paper. The optimal resolution level of a protein is an emergent property of its structure and dynamics by Raffaele Fiorentini and others. Before we dive in, let's set the stage. Proteins are complex biological molecules that play crucial roles in nearly all biological processes. Absolutely, Jen. Each protein's function is determined by its unique 3D structure, which is formed by the sequence of amino acids in its chain. Now in this research, the big question they're addressing is how can we look at proteins in a way that is both detailed enough to understand their function, but simplified enough to study them. Right? There's this balance between the forest and the trees. See too much detail and you're swamped with data. See too little and you miss the nuances of how proteins work. Enter molecular dynamics or MD simulations. They let scientists observe proteins in motion, atom by atom, helping to capture their dynamic nature. But as you can imagine, simulating every single atom can be computationally intensive, and sometimes it's just too much information. That's why dimensionality reduction techniques come into play. They help simplify the data by focusing on specific parts or aspects of the protein's movements. So the authors of this paper introduce an innovative method known as PROPRE, for protein optimal resolution identification. Using principles from information theory, PROPRE helps determine the fewest number of atoms you need to monitor to still get a comprehensive understanding of the protein's function. Interestingly, they found that this optimal number typically ranges between 1.5 to 2 times the number of amino acid residues in the protein. Right, and that optimal number can shift depending on the protein's conformational variability. More flexibility might mean you can get by with fewer atoms. They're using some cool statistical methods for this, like clustering of MD frames and entropy-based measures to figure out what's optimal. It's both elegant and statistically rigorous. Best of all, they've put this into an easy-to-use Python script, making this approach accessible to researchers everywhere. This is a game-changer, Jen. It has implications for anyone studying protein dynamics, drug discovery, and even the development of new materials. We've just scratched the surface here. We'll delve into the intricate details as we unpack this paper alongside the researchers' methods, findings, and the broader implications of their work. So sit tight as we explore how the tiniest parts of our biology can have the most significant impact and how we can understand them better without getting lost in the noise. Have you ever peered into the treetops and wondered where all the fantastical fizzbang and whirly gig sounds come from? Look no further. Squirrely Steamworks and Nutty Gadgets Limited is your one-stop emporium for all things steampunk and squirrel-related. That's right, Jen. Forget boring old reality and step into a world where squirrels are the inventors. With monocles screwed tight and top hats perched just so, these dapper rodents are hard at work. 
Crafting what, you ask? Oh, only the most whimsical of walnut dirigibles, sailing majestically through billowing clouds of uh, nut-flavored steam. And let's not forget the piece de resistance, the nutty Navigatotron. Never again shall a squirrel forget where it buried an acorn. Because nothing says I'm a sophisticated rodent like charting your tree in Victorian style with a steam-powered cart. So if your life is lacking in brass goggles and tiny paw-operated mechanisms, scamper on over to Squirrely Steamworks and Nutty Gadgets Litted. And for our listeners, mention this ad and get a free squirrel-sized top hat with your first Nutty Navigatotron. Go on, unleash your inner steampunk squirrel. Your nutty paradise awaits. 